What is the Easter Bunny's favorite kind of music? It's hip hop. Ha ha ha. There's my corny dad joke for you. Hello everybody, this is Kaylin Chenoweth and welcome to Starting Sustainability. This is episode 34. I was unable to come up with a catchy intro for the number 34, but since Easter is right around the corner, literally today is Thursday, April 9th, and it just dawned on me that Easter is this weekend because I have been extremely distracted with all of this coronavirus stuff going on, working from home, being in quarantine, getting my days mixed up, and my main focus is getting this baby out of my belly. I am due any day now. The due date is the 15th. I'm really hoping this kid comes early. And I'm sitting here working from home, and I'm taking my lunch break, and I realized, oh my gosh, Easter is coming up, and I haven't done anything for the podcast because I have been so distracted. So anyways, I have put together some really nice sustainable Easter tips and hopefully I will get this episode published. I'll get it recorded and edited and published in a timely manner to where you'll actually be able to integrate some of these ideas for Easter. And I do know a lot of communities are postponing Easter and Easter egg hunts. I mean we're still celebrating Easter, we're not changing the date, but we will do the activities. Those are getting postponed to next month. Ours here have been postponed until June, actually. I signed my husband and I up for an adult Easter egg hunt that happens up in Indianapolis, and it was supposed to be two weeks ago. That was clearly postponed until the middle of June. So that's okay. We will. It's okay to celebrate multiple times. That's how I feel about it. Well, what's going on in my world? We've had some beautiful weather the last couple of days. It's been in the mid-70s, which is crazy for April. This time last year, we were still getting snowstorms. That's just wild. <laughs> but we enjoyed it. And then last night, we had a really nasty storm system come through where we had tornadoes that actually touched down in the town just north of us, about 10 miles away. We had the tornado sirens. We had everything. And of course, it was like 9 o'clock at night. We just... Got the toddler down, we were getting ready for bed, and all of, we knew it was coming, but it's just, you know, you, there's only so much you can do to prepare. So we got the flashlights and bottled water, and we just waited it out. We were very blessed that we didn't have any damage to our house or our neighborhood directly. There's some spots in town that did get damaged, but we're okay otherwise. And my biggest prayer at the moment was, please do not let this baby come out right now, because <laughs> I know that thunderstorms tend to induce labor and we really did not want to be driving around in the thunderstorm trying to get to the hospital so so yeah we were lucky the baby is still inside me did not have any labor and we'll we'll just wait it out this kid's gonna come out when it feels like it I hope everybody else is doing really well during this quarantine period I know that times are scary especially when it comes to income sickness and any unforeseen future. Every, everything is just up in the air and is unknown. We don't know how long this is going to last or how long or how bad it's going to be or anything. What other future events it could be affecting, we'll just take it day by day and we'll be in this together and we'll get through it and life will return back to normal eventually. Do take a positive outlook and just enjoy 
what we have going right now. If you go to stores, the stores that are still open, if you go, I'm not able to go, so I'm just relying off of information from friends and family and social media. But it's really neat to see that the craft area is empty because people are expressing their creativity. Puzzles and board games are empty because they're being played together as families. When the weather is nice, I see so many families going out for walks and bike rides. A lot of people are jogging and taking care of their health. It's really, it's, there, there are a lot of positive things to focus on. And I think that as frustrating as it was at the beginning, especially for a lot of people, to be stuck at home or working from home or being with your kids all day long, that when this ends and they have to go back to the normal life, they're going to miss this part. This is a really neat experience that isn't going to happen too often that you get such good quality time with your family. For now, don't focus on any of the negatives. Just focus on the positives and all the good things that are going to come out of this situation for you and your family. All right, we will switch gears and we will start talking about some ideas for a sustainable Easter. If you celebrate Easter, or if you know people who celebrate Easter, you can share these ideas with them too. The first one is going to church. Most churches have been canceled or at least flipped to an online format, so you can still go and watch it via the laptop or whatever your online system is and get your message that way. But then the next one is going to be Eggs. <laughs> Pretty key component in the Easter celebration. You're going to need some eggs. Obviously, the, the best route is going to be shopping local and getting eggs that come in a cardboard carton instead of a styrofoam. But some people, you're just going to be lucky to get any eggs at all. And that's okay. So just if you're able to get eggs, wonderful. You, we're just going to do the best that we can during these times. Once you do have your eggs, then we're going to need to dye them, which I actually need to change that from dyeing to coloring them. We're just making an activity out of it. So depending on the age group of your kids, if you have younger kids, then you can just color with crayons. A lot of people will do painting or markers. You don't necessarily have to have an Easter egg dyeing kit in order to dye them. There are many other ways that you can dye your eggs. The quickest, easiest way is to do vinegar and food coloring if you have food coloring on hand. If you don't, there are other natural ways that you can dye eggs. I went to MarthaStewart.com and found how you can naturally dye eggs utilizing food ingredients that you most likely already have on hand. As I explain this to you, you'll be making different solutions with these food products and the solution is going to be one quart of water and two tablespoons of white vinegar that you'll put in a pot and then you'll add different food items to the pot to get different colors. Well, you'll have to have more than one pot. Basically, a, <laughs> a quart of water and two tablespoons per pot per color that you're trying to make. The first ingredient is going to be a red cabbage dye, so red cabbage or purple cabbage. You'll chop up four cups worth and add that into your solution. If you want to get a light blue color, you'll soak the eggs in the cabbage solution for about 30 minutes. And if you want to get a nice royal blue, a deep, richer blue, then you'll soak them in the solution overnight. The next ingredient is turmeric or turmeric or <laughs> turmeric, turmeric, turmeric. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Depends on where you're from. But anyways, that's going to give you a yellow color. 
If you want a deep gold, then you're going to boil the eggs in the turmeric solution for 30 minutes. Obviously, the longer it's in there, the more dark the color is going to be. If you just want a nice pale yellow, then you'll just soak the eggs for about 30 minutes. In order to obtain any shade of pink that you would like, we're going to use beets. About four cups worth of chopped beets that you'll add to your solution. Again, the longer that they're in there, the darker they're going to be. So if you want a light pink, just let it soak in the beet solution for about 30 minutes. If you want to create a nice purple color, then you would do 30 minutes in the beet solution of soaking. And then you just soak it in the cabbage solution for 30 seconds after that. The last one is using coffee. Use one quart strong black coffee and the, the vinegar. We're not going to use the water, just the coffee and the vinegar. And you can boil your eggs in that for 30 minutes and it'll give you a nice dark rich brown. I'm not sure how many people are excited about brown eggs, but I guess you can, they kind of almost look like chocolate, so you can glorify it that way too. I don't know about in your family, but in my family growing up, we would dye eggs and hide them around the house. Okay, we would dye the eggs, my parents would hide them around the house, we would go find them. We always had one golden egg that we would leave in the yellow dye all night long, so it was really, really bright gold. And then we would also have a rotten egg. So we'd mix all the colors together and get this black, brown, ugly color. And we would have an egg that would soak in that all night long. So we had the golden egg and the rotten egg. And they would be the two hardest eggs to find. They would be equally challenging. They would be hidden so well. So we'd you'd pretty much find all the other eggs first except those because they were hidden so hard. And then we'd spend the next hour plus trying to find the golden egg. You're trying to find the golden egg, but you're looking everywhere, so you might find the rotten egg. If you get the golden egg, you would get a prize. This can be a toy or cash or a movie ticket, whatever, you'd get a prize. And if you found the rotten egg, then you would get a chore. Almost always it was doing the dishes afterwards. <laughs> but that's a tradition that's in, in my family growing up that I want to continue with my kids. Okay, so we have covered getting the eggs and dyeing the eggs or coloring the eggs. If that's too much work or you're not able to get eggs, whatever, you can use the plastic eggs. I'm not saying go out and go buy specially plastic eggs. We have plastic eggs here for the younger kids and We've had them for almost eight years now. We just keep reusing the same plastic eggs. The next topic is what do you put in the plastic eggs? We want to focus on stuff with low waste, and it depends on the age group that you're targeting, I guess. So I, my son is, he's almost two, but we've had these eggs for eight years. How is that so? <laughs> because I would I would get the eggs and put stuff in it and hide it around the house and I'd make my husband go Easter egg hunting because it was a joy for me to do that. He did it to humor me. He didn't really care. But if you have adults for this, then I went to the liquor store and got the little mini bottles of alcoholic beverages, which are glass, so still sustainable, and hid that around for him to go find, which he did enjoy that part. If we're switching up the age groups for a younger crowd, then let's go with something more simple. You can do M&Ms because they come in a little paper bag and put those in the eggs. Besides, jelly beans are gross. I really don't like jelly beans. Some people do. Great for you if you do. They come in a big plastic bag anyways, so I'm a fan of the M&Ms that come in the paper bag. You can also find aluminum foil wrapped candy like hugs or little Easter eggs. Sometimes you can get a cardboard box like the movie theater style candy of the Reese's Pieces 
or snow caps or different things, other candies that you can put into the eggs. You could also make your own candy. You can find, I'm planning on doing this, we've got a bunch of nuts on hand and just melting down some chocolate and doing chocolate covered nuts. And then you do a slight coating with cocoa powder so they don't all stick together. Obviously those cannot be hidden outside in the sun. Those would be hidden inside in the air conditioning. If you have some older kids, then you can do coins like pennies, nickels, dimes, or whatever your currency is. I do know some families who will print off Bible verses and cut up the strips of paper and put those in the eggs along with coins or candy and other stuff. And then another option, if, if you're able to get to the store and the store has it, then you can do the bulk candy route where you bring your own bag, your own jar, and go to the bulk candy section and get candy that way that you can stuff into your eggs. Some people will get that plasticky fake grass to decorate the house. We can just skip that all together. We don't, it's very messy. It's all plastic. It's just gonna go straight into the garbage. Let's just save your money and save the earth, make everybody happy. You don't need to go to the store to get that stuff. If you really feel like you have to have something, then you could do shredded paper and kind of get the grass illusion that way. Especially like a nice brown paper, like your brown paper bags, you can shred those up, do that. For the baskets to go around and collect all of your goodies, we reuse our baskets. I still have my basket from when I was a little kid and that's what I have my son use. You can also do buckets and make those reusable and it's not it doesn't have to just be your Easter bucket. It can be the bucket that you take to the beach when you go to the beach and play in the sand. It can be any container that you really want. And if you're stuck at home in quarantine, you're trying to find stuff to do, you can make your own basket. How about that? I'm not saying go out and take a basket weaving class. Maybe you can. Maybe you can get the reeds and do all of that. That would be cool. If you definitely have older kids, maybe you could make a basket that way. But you could find a container and decorate it. And that would help count doubly as an activity and your Easter basket that you can use again this weekend. You gotta have a chocolate bunny for Easter. Pretty sure that's that's a mandate. You gotta have a chocolate bunny at Easter. So you can get all sorts of Chocolate bunnies covered in plastic, but you can also find chocolate bunnies that are covered in foil. So that's the one to look for. Look for the foil wrapped ones. My personal favorite is the golden lint bunnies because I am spoiled when it comes to chocolate. and <laughs> I want the good stuff. My husband likes the bunnies that have peanut butter in the middle, but you can find them. They might not be the biggest of the chocolate bunnies, but that's not really what's important. It's not about how big the chocolate bunny is because the bigger ones usually are covered in all of the plastic. It's wrapped in foil and then wrapped in plastic and then inside of a cardboard box. It is very, very well protected. We don't need that. We can get the smaller ones. You can get multiple smaller ones because then you can get multiple flavors and varieties that way as well. But just get the smaller ones that have aluminum foil. And then when you open them up and eat them, you save that aluminum foil, scrump it all, scrunch it all into one ball and recycle. What about peeps? My personal opinion is to avoid peeps because they are gross. <laughs> My mom likes them. She's the only person I know that thoroughly enjoys eating peeps. Everybody else gets them just to put them in the microwave and watch them get really big. <laughs> Nobody else really truly enjoys the flavor of peeps. So you can just pass on those all together anyways. And then the last thing that you can do is Easter isn't just about the candy and the eggs. 
Sometimes kids will get toys and other goodies in their basket. So let's focus on secondhand toys, wooden toys. Depending on the age of the child, you could also grow your own plants and you can get seeds and you can plant in the garden. You can get chalk and play out on the sidewalk with the chalk. You could even make baked goods. You can make cookies or muffins and wrap those up and put those in your basket. Homemade Play-Doh is another option that you can do for the younger kids. And even fruit. My son is ecstatic over bananas right now. He's literally going bananas for bananas. If he, The moment he sees a banana, he starts going, Nana, 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 Nana. And he doesn't stop until he gets the banana to eat. He's going bonkers for it. So you can still put fruits in the basket. It's not a weird concept to have fruit in a basket. Also another bad dad pun. But anyways... So these are just some ideas to get you started for a sustainable Easter. I'm sure there are many other ideas that I haven't thought of yet, but this is just to get you started. We're starting sustainability. This is a good step in the right direction. I hope everybody stays positive during this time of the coronavirus and everybody has a wonderful Easter and continue to enjoy your quality family time together. Hopefully the weather is brightening up wherever you may live and that you are able to go outdoors and enjoy that. And lastly, hopefully this kid comes out really soon. <laughs> Don't forget you can go to www.startingsustainability.com forward slash episode 34 if you want to get the notes on this episode. That's pretty much all for now. Everybody have a great, wonderful rest of your week and stay sustainable. Bye.